this is like a very dumb Broadway thing. Please. But I love whenever like a big moment of a song is incredibly specific and can't be generalized. Yes. Hey, Mr. Arnstein. So when she goes, hey, Mr. Arnstein, I like lose it. Hey, Mr. Arnstein, here I am. Um, hello, and welcome back to Was Glee Good? Today we're talking about episode 13 of Glee, Sectionals, which is also the mid-season break, so this completes our first um, half season. Yeah. It's also the best episode of television ever recorded. Wow. <laughs> I'm Robbie. I'm Lily. <laughs> <laughs> You threw me off there for a second. I'm Lily. I was. It's, very, it's a very good joke. It's like the first joke a toddler learns. To say a lie. I'm Lily. <laughs> the weird thing is I was about to say I'm Liz, so it would have fine. Um, okay, I have a little description of the plot of this episode from Wikipedia. Um, Sorry. Just for a second, I really like was about to correct you. Like, no, I'm Lily. Like, you're really funny. <laughs> Fight me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Summary. Rachel learns that... Oh, wow, we really just... Okay. Rachel learns that Puck is the father of Quinn's baby and tells Finn, who briefly quits the the Glee Club. Emma postpones her wedding to accompany New Directions to sectionals. The team discovers that that its rivals are performing songs from its set list and aided... By it's weird to call a team it and not them. Yeah. And aided by Finn's return, puts new routines together at the last moment. They win by unanimous decision and advance on to regionals. Wow. Sue vows revenge when she <laughs> is suspended by Principal Figgins over her attempts to sabotage the club. Ken breaks up with Emma over her feelings for Will, who leaves Terry and shares a kiss with Emma. This First. is written by a crazy person. <laughs> or straight up computer. Um, we talked about this a lot well, the last time we met to tape this podcast. Um, this was the first episode in a while that I was genuinely excited to watch. Oh my god. Thrilled like, going into it. We've been talking about it for weeks and it lived up to I, like, it. Oh, it lived up to it. I saved it for today so that I would have the feelings fresh in my mind. Oh, I watched it last night while very drunk. But, um, it was great. Uh, okay, so I guess we, we should just start at the beginning. Um, Where does it even start? So this, this one opens with um, Rachel being like, hey, they're like in the choir room and they're just like, hey, isn't it weird that when Quinn fell yesterday, Puck like rushed to oh, her yeah, side? Yeah, yeah. As if it was like a weird thing for a person to help their teammate who is pregnant and has fallen yeah. on the ground. Yeah, so that's a little shaky. Right. Um, and everyone kind of like brushes her off and then immediately jumps on like a seven-way phone First call. Of all, so it starts with... Um, it starts with Kurt and Mercedes, right? No, it starts no. with Kurt and Tina walking together. No, Mercedes, 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 Mercedes and Tina. Mercedes and Tina. They're walking Tina's next there. to each other, <laughs> talking to each other on the phone. It's very clear. And then they're like, let's get Kurt on the line. Yes. Let's get Arnie on the line. And it does the, like, split screen. It's yeah. perfect. It's perfect. Britney's Everyone and Tina love... pop in in one screen, uh, yes. but two separate phones. <laughs> <laughs> I love a party line. It's perfect. Yeah, so they're all talking about how they all know this. Mercedes apparently told fucking everyone. Yes. Because you remember Puck told her. Yeah. yeah, except Rachel, because they all believe that Rachel will immediately tell Finn, ruining Which, the secret. Sh- see, spoiler alert, she does. She does. <laughs> a thing I forgot happens in this episode. That is very important. I did yes. not forget. Yes. <laughs> yes. I just forgot when it occurred. No. Do you want to share? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so actually, I'd like to back up and just say the look on, uh, the way Rachel frames thinking that she knows something weird about uh, Puck and Finn is by saying, I'm a little psychic. <laughs> uh, and Kurt makes a very silly face. Uh, anyway, this uh, seven-way call is also when Brittany secret- uh, accidentally reveals that she and Santana have been sleeping together. Yes. Yeah, someone says something about, like... Uh, so she, they're like, oh, uh, aren't, aren't you dating Puck, Santana? And yeah. she says, sex isn't dating. 
And Brittany goes, yeah, if it was Santana, Santana and I would be dating. Which, like, is kind of a throwaway line. Faces. Everyone brushes over it. Yeah. They, like, make a face for a second, but then just, like, keep on this, like, fun conversation. They're like, oh, Brittany. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. This literally launches yeah. this One pair. of the better parts of so the One of the only important parts of the Yeah. But, like, so much is about to happen. If it was Santana and I would be dating. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's uh, the that's most important it. part of this episode. Bye. Um, that's really nice. <laughs> they all have various reasons that they don't want um, Rachel to tell him. Kurt thinks it'll he'll he'll mess up at sectionals. Santana um, is on top now that Quinn is out or something. I don't understand how this works. I, but, like, I don't understand yeah. how for every various works, reason obviously. they all agree that like Finn should not know that he's not the first. Mercedes right. has very real baby. concern for Quinn, which is nice. Mercedes right. is nice. a human being. Uh, although, again, it is cruel that he does not know still. Sure. <laughs> and again, he should, as Puck will later point out, he should know. Just, and he, yeah, just, he should it, just based upon never the facts that he has. have believed it to begin with. Yeah, it's insane. Um, I think we get something here with Emma where she agrees to help, right? Uh, yeah, so Will needs someone, needs a faculty advisor for to take the team to sectionals. Right, because he can't, because he got disqualified because he accepted mattresses as payment. And Fine. since there are no other teachers at this school, <laughs> he has Emma to go to Emma. Yeah. Which she's, uh, he's like, oh, isn't that the day of your wedding? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I told Ken we're going to push our wedding back. And he was totally, totally fine with it. We flashed um, back, he was not fine Let me just it. say that the last time we looked at Emma's office, it was full of beautiful plans, and now they are all gone. Which is terrible, sap continuity, and they were lovely. Or maybe it's symbolic. <laughs> it's a metaphor. Like. <laughs> it's a very intense metaphor. Yeah, so then we cut to, like, Emma and Ken actually having a conversation in which he's, like, absolutely not. Yeah. They're having this conversation in the boys' locker room, which is apparently the only place that these two engaged people speak. Yeah, it's these weird. two engaged people, one of them a woman. Yes. In the boys' she's locker the, room of a high school. Yeah, she's not, she's not at that moment doing anything creepy, but she shouldn't be in there. She should not be in there. Why does... So there are only three teachers at this school, if you include te- Ken. Um, none of them have an appropriate relationship to their no, students. No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, after this is one of, again, a scene that I forgot. Like, the whole Rachel first half scheming. of this episode, the Rachel scheming, but <laughs> the way she schemes. Oh my God. She walks up to Quinn unprompted, right, at her locker, <laughs> and starts talking about Tay-Sachs disease. About her, like, cousin Mark, who for sure does not exist. Um, is it actually how... one of the ones that's specific to, to yes. Jewish people? Yes, it okay. is. That's so why she, it's like, so funny. I like, do the research on that. So the Tay-Sachs disease with like, genetic basis yeah. and like you have to have a Jewish parent. Right. Uh, so she like says this to Quinn and is like, oh, then I forgot that like the, your baby doesn't have a Jewish parent. Bye. Yeah. She like, yeah. the whole she thing, like, like oh, you should get your baby tested for it. That she's like, oh wait, sorry, that's only Jewish people. Never mind. My You're, yeah, right. Bye for certainly. Yeah. Um, it's banana. It's like very funny to me. Um, so then Quinn immediately turns to Puck. to Puck and says, can you take me to get this genetic testing? And he says, does it have to be tonight? I have my fight club. <laughs> <laughs> also, weird little throwaway is Quinn's like, if there's something wrong with the baby, Terry Schuster won't take it. She still thinks Terry Schuster is taking the baby. Yeah, so that logically, there are a lot of unanswered questions in this episode in which a lot happens. And, like, what happens with Quinn and Terry Schuster is not answered. And where are Quinn's parents? And where is Quinn living? We do not address that. No, they do. In the, in the previously on, they're like... Uh, yeah, but like Quinn had to move in with Finn. I I fully sure. believe that First Finn's mom would not kick her out. Oh, even totally. She got but out just like, how is that the last we see of this for four straight episodes? Well, there's more important singing to do. <laughs> um, the only note I have down right now is my heart is still beating really fast from Santana and I would be dating, and I hate Will Schuster. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, they go back to practice, and then they're like, 
Will is like, Emma's gonna take you to whatever, good luck. And they're oh, like, yeah, wait, so they're like, we what's need our... help us with the set list, and, and he's he says, like, I can't help you. This is a man who has a no respect for either the rules of being a teacher or the rules of being a right. coach. Also, Sue's not there, up. she's well, not yeah. gonna know. Who is going to report him for being like... Also, don't they already have a set list? Isn't that the problem? Is it's been given to someone else? Which Doesn't they don't know. Yeah, just do the set list they and have it prepared. Yeah. So they guess well, they haven't, the problem no, is they, they haven't don't selected have a ballot. Oh, he wrote it and didn't give it to them, and now he can't because right. he's assiduously like, following well, the rules? But they haven't decided everything yet, because they still need to decide on something that will later get stolen. Like, yes. somehow the set list, uh, um, it doesn't match up. The okay. chronology is insane. Okay. It's bananas. Sure, it's I'm sure you um, Yeah. So they have to pick a ballot still, which yeah. Rachel immediately goes, ballads are kind of my thing. Yeah. Mercedes rightfully is like, okay. Yeah, for the first time I've in, like, ten episodes. For ten episodes. Yeah. I also yeah. can sing. And Rachel's like, do you really think I'm a, um, you're a better balladeer than me? Which is a funny word to use. Yeah. Ever. I'm getting a tattoo and then, I'm a balladeer. <laughs> <laughs> and then Emma backs her up. Because yes. Emma is there. Right. Emma, for, yeah, they're new girls. <laughs> right. right. She's like, let her try. And, and then, then Mercedes sings. She's... Yes. She does by saying to Brad, you know what song I want to do or whatever. Or you don't even Which, have to ask The implication being yeah. that Mercedes is just fucking constantly rehearsing by herself and we never get to see it. Yes. Yeah. That she and Brad have this, like, Brad the piano player, obviously, now, have this great right, relationship. Right, So what she sings is, and I'm telling you, I'm not going. And it's great. It's, it's perfect. Oh, fucking amazing. I do have a question. I had both chills and I cried. Yes. I don't even like that song because I don't like ballads. And I still was just like, <laughs> well, holy shit. Actually, good point. Here's my question. Is it really a ballad? I don't Okay, think so. no, and no. neither is Don't Rain on My Parade. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a ballad. It's yeah. just like a I feel like, okay, emotional song. If we've learned anything, it's a Broadway Lee's song. very confused about what ballad means. Yeah. Correct. I think it's either I think duet they, I think it, or something one person sings. Right. It's like the 11 <laughs> o'clock number yeah. in a Broadway show or whatever. Okay, but can we go back to And I Am Telling You and oh, Amber Riley? Oh, we sure can. For me. Yeah, and she now. Performed it at Lon- so, in uh, London Broadway, and then performed it at the London Broadway Tony the Olivier Awards. Awards. <laughs> yeah, so and it was amazing. Amber Riley performing, and I am telling you, is like this episode could have stopped here and just been forty minutes How on repeat you. of Amber Riley doing, and I am telling you, like and like this the is characters all react accordingly. Like, oh no, it's perfect. The faces oh, are yeah. like excited. Rachel gets a whole yes. face. Right. They're all crying. Oh my God, I Rachel's love it like, so yes. much. Yeah. It's Incredible. I just love people respecting other people being good yes. at the things that they love. It's so good. It's a good like, note for Rachel too, where she yeah. like has a moment where she changes like, okay, okay she's this like, is someone yes. who just, is also good. Like, Amber Riley looks so beautiful performing the shit out of this song. Yeah, she's yeah. enjoying it. She knows she's good. <sighs> it's okay. great. And it's the first of many perfect musical numbers. Perfect yes. musical. Okay, so she performs this and then Rachel's like, you should do this to sectionals. They yeah. kind of hug. It's really nice. It's really nice. It is shitty that Mercedes has to like yell 10 episodes later to get even a chance at this. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. But Rachel does correctly. It's yeah. like, yeah, you should do this. They have the whole conversation and then she says, I'm going to hug you now. <laughs> it's very, very funny. Oh, so nice. <laughs> I love it. Um... And then... So and then, then we get Finn's at his locker, and he's talking about how, like, excited he is to go to sectionals, because things have been kind of hard for him lately, which is true, and he says the line, um, winning could make everything good for a while, which oh, is Finn. so sad, and Rachel gets this look on her face, and you know what she's about to do. Yeah. And, like, here's the thing. I know she's partly selfishly motivated, like, she doesn't want him to date Quinn. Yeah. But she is doing the right thing. So here's thing. the thing, yeah. It and is, she I does think... know that he's overwhelmed by being a teen dad when he's not going to be a teen dad. Yeah. And she knows that. And she, like, she should tell him. It is morally correct. Yes. yes. It's but it's an insane moral situation I that would never happen. I think her reasons for it are 30% good, 70% yeah. selfish. So I also think... But I it's think 100% correct. When I saw this, you know, obviously it's been a long time since I've seen this episode, and I was like, oh man, are we going to play out for an entire episode of her pretending that she did this for like... Finn's sake. But no, within a minute, she's like, she's like I did yeah, this for the wrong yeah, reasons. Yeah. I'm sorry I did it. Yeah. Right. But it is, it's good that it's out there. Yeah, okay, the so fallout is actually Finn, good. Cut to commercial break. We cut to commercial break. Come back in. 
uh, punching. Yes, <laughs> Finn is beating the <laughs> shit out of Puck. Beating Puck up sure. on yeah. Corey Monteith yeah, like, is a big like man. Him it's down. upsetting. Corey Monteith is a big. I think at this point, thirty-year-old man. <laughs> right. And so I even know though Mark Salling is also an adult, I don't really care for this. So I actually. This is one of the only times that Glee makes me believe that masculinity is something I should be interested in. <laughs> which it almost oh, no, never I, does. This thing I think is so I'm interesting. Just interested in a way where it. it I wish it was over. Sure, I, I hate it. people hitting each other. Yeah, it's not yeah, fun. Yeah, so uh, Emma goes to, has gone to get Will to bring him in to pull Finn off of Puck. Because yeah. who else could do it? Because the fact that they're like. I mean, all the students look terrified. Sure, a very large man is beating up another slightly smaller man. Yeah. Yes. And then we have, like, a nice Quinn moment where she apologizes or, like, explains herself to Finn. Right, because Finn yells, they've both been lying to me, which is, like, it's a good line, and just that it really gets to the heart of what is so upsetting to this teenage boy. Yeah. And And his girlfriend and his best friend have been lying to him about a big part of his life. Yeah. Yeah. He thought he was going to be a dad at 16. It's, like, it's melodramatic, obviously, right? But it's it's kind of, not tastefully, but, like, almost well done. Yeah, it's dramatically done in a way that's real. Until... The opposite of, like, Will yelling at Terry Schuster about her fake pregnancy and demanding that she lift her shirt up. It works for me, quite frankly. It works for me, until you remember that he thinks he's going to be a dad because he believed that the sperm yeah. can swim through a hot but, tub. Yeah, so he says to her, like, that hot tub, so hot tub stuff, you made that all up, which, like, she didn't do. But Puck says something like, you idiot, or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they do try to like, cut they're, it off. They're, they're like, like dude, like, yeah. They try to take the dumb, jokey stuff seriously, and it works this time, which it rarely And I'm sorry, does. but, like, we have the internet and, like, good liberal educations, but I people believe weird things sure. about sex and There's, babies if no one taught that? them things. Yeah. Um, True. Although why does everyone else know how this works and just Finn is just Finn. Yeah. Even he's he an could idiot. also ask or Google. He did have Google. <laughs> um, it's 2009. Yeah. Someone had a smartphone. <laughs> really the reason this works is that they are teens. Yes. So I believe that every one of these teens is feeling exactly what Oh yeah, you get, a, right. you get an amount of leeway. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're like, like 15 year olds. Yeah. Okay, so Finn is very angry. He beats the shit out of it, uh, Puck, whatever. He quits the he Glee quits Club yes. and yells on his way out, which sure. makes sure. sense. Right. Because um, they all knew when we're lying to him. Rachel yeah. has this, is like looking around really, ner- really nervously as if she thinks she's going to be the next one confronted because everyone knows she did this. Yeah, because he does which shout. Which yeah, yeah, he's like, Rachel told me but yeah. you guys should have. Right. Both true. So it's, it's upsetting. It's like weird and silent. Yeah. And then, less than halfway through the episode, we get to sectionals. No, no, we first. Have way more before that. What? Quinn is sitting so by first herself. Quinn is sitting by herself. Rachel joins her. They are wearing Quinn's coordinating blue outfits. Uh, she comes over to apologize. This yeah. is what she says, I did this for the wrong reason. Sorry. Yeah, she says, I did it for selfish reasons. Quinn isn't mad at her, but it, they're not going to be best buds. Yeah. Right. Quinn's like, can you walk away? Yeah, it's away, like, can you please? leave? I'd like <laughs> yeah. to be alone now. Sorry, yeah. I just had my notes, nice Quinn moment. Yeah. Which is like all of this. Yeah. Well, and on the way out, there's a nice Puck and Rachel moment, too, because Puck comes to talk to Quinn now, yeah. too, and as Rachel walks away, they sort of give each other a look like. Yeah. <laughs> Hard to be 15. Math class, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there some math lunch. Uh, teacher yeah. at this school? Um, yeah. This is all very intense. Yeah. Very intense. And, good. like, we just, like, two minutes ago we're doing it, I am telling you. Yeah. Oh, and, and then just... fucking Quinn, what she says, basically, is she's like, this. she says, I can't take on any more right now. I'm going to do this alone, which, pal, I don't know if you want to have a baby alone. I don't know if that's going to take something off your plate. But she also says... You may not understand my decision, but please respect it. Yeah, it's great. She's like, Quinn. Yeah, I, he clearly comes over with the, like, tagging Finn out, gonna tag me in. And she's like, no. Yeah, not how She's no, like, no, you no, guys no, no. seem like you're really making this worse than it even has to yeah. be. Yeah. Okay, so the mood at the end of this scene and, like, the previous scene is, like, very weird and quiet. And for the it's the weirdest choice the show makes is that the next scene is we cut to, um, they're all on the bus, all the students, we're getting mm-hmm. ready to go to sectionals, Except and Finn. Artie is being... 
uh, lifted in his wheelchair up, and they're all dead silent. <laughs> you just hear the little like whirring of the mechanism going. It's very it's weird. It's a weird comedy. It's, it's very it's weird. weird. And then we cut to like Jacob and Israel, right? He's gonna he's gonna just be sort of be an extra body to fill out the twelve. Yeah, yeah. And tells him to sway in the background. Right. Um, as as Rachel like looks out the window and says goodbye to Will or whatever, like Jacob and Israel puts his arm around her. It's gross. It's super gross. Why do we need that? Why? What if it was just a character who wasn't gross? Right. Yeah. Well, it's not a funny note. We need I don't to shift need, back into I've jokes. I've never left. We need to shift back into jokes after sure. our serious moments. Sure. So they get to sectionals. They get checked in. Rachel and yeah. Emma are wearing the exact same coat. <laughs> and uh, Rachel tries to do her like cheering up by being because they get the they get last the last slot. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, you want to be either first or last. Blah, blah, blah. I've auditioned for a lot of community. Yeah. Yeah, Someone says, this. did you ever get any of those roles? She doesn't answer. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a weird know. choice because for the first 13 episodes of the show, she's like the most talented person they've ever met. Right. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Cool throwaway joke. Um, so Jane Addams does I'm telling you I'm not going they do it even less ballady than it was when Mercedes performed it they do it it. while booty shaking it's good but it's not ballad and we don't hear all of it no we don't hear all of it yeah so what we're doing is we're slowly so this is where again chronology very confusing somehow again what what are days what's time like when did when did they decide that Mercedes is going to perform that and then submit a list somewhere that that list Adams could then be it. leaked by Sue to Jane Adams, and then they could decide and then rehearse. Right, it's, it's bananas. Terrible. We're um, to understand this happened like yesterday. Yes. Um. Yeah. So that they Jane also Adams, do Proud Mary. Right. Proud that makes Mary. more sense. The deaf school does. Um. Don't stop believing. Yeah. Well, right. The kids are so the kids are freaking out because right. they, they don't cut yeah. to the deaf school first. They just like they cut to all the kids like flipping their shit. Um. Emma's calling Will, being like, Artie wants to rub- ram himself against the wall. It's very funny in the back. Um, yeah. um, Will con- sees Sue walk by him in the hallway and, like, confronts him. Yeah, so Will says, I'll handle it, and then immediately yells at another teacher about it, which is insane. Well, oh, more okay, importantly, wait. Sue says, hey, buddy, just came by to feed my Venus flytrap. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, um, um, he also what says- date and time is it? That they're both there. No okay, idea. So, I have this question so the entire time. I, just, I wrote that in my notes several times. It's supposed to be a Saturday. But the competition quote starts at 11. <laughs> so it could be mid-morning. It's just like, why even give your... Like, just... And also, like, you have a... Well, I guess you don't have a home now, really. Yeah, that's true. I guess you just hang out at school. Anyways. Um, I would just like to clarify. But, like, she... Okay, so... But she is, like, they're gonna lose, and all the money that Figgis has been funneling into the club will come back to my Which club. Which is what not... Money? What money? To, what money? I have to bankroll it himself. That was a plot point in I the first episode. Maybe the first... Took away the, like, dry cleaning budget at some point. I don't really give a shit. It's such a lazy thing. It's bananas. It's really um, weird. Um, the Death Choir sings... Wait. Hold on. So, wait, Will no, tells you he's gonna get yet. revenge. And she says to him, I have a feeling that you're going to be out of Nope, we're not there yet either. That's later. It's the same fight. No, it's it? this fight, yes. Oh my god, oh my god. Please read the whole line, though. Yes, she says to him, I have a feeling that you'll be adding revenge to the long list of things you're no good at, right next to being married, running a high school glee club, <laughs> and finding a hairstyle that doesn't make you look like a lesbian. Then she kisses him on the cheek and says, love you like a sister. Nope, she kisses her own lips with two fingers, <laughs> presses it to his lips, and says, love you like a sister. It's perfect. Susan Lester's funny sometimes when she's not being racist or mean to homeless people. I literally Jane watched Lynch that. Jane Lynch is funny. Jane Lynch is funny. Burst out <laughs> laughing. Like, I wasn't Out-loud. expecting to laugh. Which and usually, I just went like, ah. When Will and Sue were looking at each other and they're the only two characters on the screen, I usually fast forward. Oh, so sure. fucking boring. I know. That was just so was remarkable good. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then he goes to... Finn. He goes to Finn. Will and Finn. Hold on. So the way he knows where Finn is, is that he called Finn's mom, who said he would be at the school. One, again, it's clearly still a Saturday. Yeah. Two, 
he has been able to contact a parent this whole fucking time <laughs> and never thought to call Finn's mom to be like, did well, you okay, know your son could, is having a baby? If he could get into school records to find, like, Kristen Chenoweth and bring her back to school, he could have gotten in there to find Finn's mom. This is numbers. when he chooses to pull that card? Like, yeah. uh, it's the Glee Club. It's he's like, it's something important. Glee Club is at yeah. risk. So he confronts him in the locker room. Yeah. I don't remember what happens except for at one point he meaningfully says you can't always get what you want and then there's a long silence. Also at some point Finn says it sucks to always be the bigger man. Yeah, fuck fuck Shut the fuck up. So the the thing that Finn does say which is I think which I resonated with was he was like I can't even look at any of those people without crying. And I was like well also say it. Fucking Finn there. Um, Yeah so he basically convinces Finn that like he has to go well he convinces him he has to go save the Glee Club which like Rachel is there. Right. Let her do it. Yeah. Why does he have to be Let the big tall man leader? Yes. Like, you have two Santana has a very people. strong personality. Yes. Yeah, it is mean. Like, everyone it's seems to like Quinn and Kurt. They like, don't everyone need has him. A, they don't need him. There are plenty of talented people there who already like, want to be in a leadership Many other people position. have heard the Rolling Stones. Right. Like, it's or like they would have really come bad. up with a third member at some point. Rachel has literally been trying to like shepherd them through this trip for the last ten minutes. Yeah, she has a lot of things in her repertoire. Yes. Anyways, so then... I mean, forget all the cynicism later on when I'm losing my shit, but, yeah. like, why does he have to be there? Will also says something about, the, along yeah. the lines of, like, it's hard to be, like, the special person in a group. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, does Will Schuster think he's special? Yes, that's the whole point of this. Literally he's the first episode. High school boy talented at best. At best. At best. There were way more talented boys at my high school. Yes! So in, in both football and singing. It's just deeply frustrating that this is our football like, team sucked. mean as much to us as other things that happened in this episode. Well, right? yeah, this is the start. First of all, I'd like to continue making fart noises for the rest of the episode, <laughs> but I know I can't. But as, assume that's what I'm doing. Yes. Uh, and two, like, yeah, it's... Again, we're gonna, like... We were in such a real place where we felt serious and we believed in the dumb teen drama, even though there were parts of it that were dumb. Yes. We, like, could buy into it. Mm-hmm. And now we have to shift it into a world where the actual dramatic stakes are just fucking bonkers and insane, and we're gonna have, like, yes. really bad, like, joke moments and whatever. Like, we're switching. Yes. But, thankfully, the performances are still good, so okay. put it together. But, so then they have a moment where they're, like, in a lobby or something, and Emma's trying to, like, they're like, oh, we can still, like, we still have other yeah. members, right? But what At she some point says, here, we see the deaf choir sing Don't Stop Believing. Before yeah. that, okay. so she says, oh, don't worry, we still have Don't, don't stop. Start Believing. <laughs> Emma <laughs> says Don't Start Believing, and no one comments on it. That's, that is a perfect character note for Emma Pillsbury. I don't believe Emma Pillsbury has ever heard a song. That's why she's so starstruck, is actually yeah. she had not heard a song until Will Schuster introduced Glee Club to this yeah. high school. Yes. I think she says it right before, and then the Duff Choir starts singing it, and it's horrible because it's clearly played as a joke. Right. Which yes. is which is so weird. Two they episodes don't... ago, we had like them doing Imagine as a not And now we're like, joke. isn't it funny? They can't hear and are off key. Like, no, yeah, it's like haha deaf voice, which is like, don't, no, yeah. it's not a joke. It is, <laughs> if you will, a tone deaf joke. <laughs> so, in the middle of this performance, the our Glee Club, the New Directions, like, get up and they're like, we're gonna go fix our, like, whatever set list. Yeah. Once again, they interrupt the deaf choir to do yelling. <laughs> yes. Uh, they're yelling at each other. They, like, accuse Santana of leaking it, right? Yeah, there's this a round robin of, like, who moment. leaked the set list, and it turns out it's Brittany who says, in my defense, I didn't know what Sue was going to do with it, and they yeah. set up Brittany so you believe it. Yeah, right. and Santana has a moment where she's like, I actually really like being here, so... It's the best part of my yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's really nice. It's a lovely character note that when everyone's about to attack Brittany, Santana, like, gets up and is like, hold on, it's, it's like... Whatever. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Um, uh, and then Finn fucking comes back. And he's like, all we have <sighs> is that we believe in ourselves and what we're singing about. If we can show yeah. the judges that, we might have a shot at this thing. Fuck this fucking show. Yeah. Fuck this show. Although then he just show. said, like, he's, like, assigning things. He's like, uh, Brittany and Mike Chang, like, figure out a dance move. He's like, okay, yeah. it's gonna be rough. He's like, 
It's okay. It's, we're, we're best when we're, we're loose. And then I bite Ew. into him again. No, I, I Okay. <laughs> Here's what else I have down is I have, I watched this all coming together and I know it's stupid, but I don't care because no. you know what's going on. So, I mean, it's, no, then Rachel, it's, it's a parallel to the first episode where he shows up and is like, here's where you don't stop believing. Mercedes, yeah. you know how to do costumes, right? Yeah, like, you're okay, right. Okay, whatever. Um, so, I mean, it makes sense as a, as a story note that once again, he shows up and like puts yeah. them under perspective. Right. A weird thing is that then, so Rachel's like, great, we need another ballad. Mercedes, do you have another one? And Mercedes is like, no, that's pretty much my one. And this I know you have. Yeah, that false. feels like that's a weird note. She also says out loud, you're the best singer we've got. Nope. We know that's not true. No, you just we, did. We and I'm telling you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So but it's then, a nice character moment, but it's false. But actually. it's building up but, my actual best moment care. of this episode. Yeah, because then Rachel says, I've got something I've been working on since I was four. Which is true. And it's not a ballad. It's just the best thing in the world. Uh, I would like now for us to cut in at least one line of this song. I insist. That everyone can hear. Yes. Okay. Ready? Me not to live, just sit and putter. Life's candy and the sun's a ball of butter. Don't bring around a cloud to rain on my parade. Okay, cool. Great. <laughs> Do you guys all remember? Do you have chills? Do you have chills? Okay, so I want to get very personal here. So, like, when this episode came out, I was 19 years old. I was at college in Southern California where I knew no one and had made no friends because, again, I had been focusing on my energy and my eating disorder and that was really just taking up all my time. We've all been there. And I was going to move to New York City. And um, this song, just like, okay, so like in terms of like television scenes that formed me as a person, it's like no, this top three. and that like Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode where she kills Angel and like some Veronica Mars scene, I don't yeah. know. But like, just like. This was so important to me as oh, a person. I can still picture the TV I watched it on. Yes. yes. Which was like in... In our dorm room. In... No, it was in, in the, the common, common area. area. Uh-huh. O4B. <laughs> shout out Illinois Math and Science Academy. I was like 17 years old or whatever. High school, we lived there. It's weird. Um, I can like picture it. Like I still picture oh. it on the little TV and I was sitting on a shitty broken couch. And I had this never seen... I had never seen Funny Girl. So this is no, my first this introduction is my first to this song. No, this triumph no this of a yeah, song. I was oh. just like... Immoral that I we had not, not seen Funny Girl, to be clear. Right. I have since, don't worry. Yeah. But like. I believe that's not the name of the song, by the way. Oh, sorry. It's Don't Rain on My Parade. And like, despite <laughs> the fact that we have yelled before about how weird it is when like one person performs a song like, for the Glee Club, it doesn't matter. Don't care. Rachel Berry does this by herself and she perfect. dances the shit out of it perfect. and she does her like Leah Michelle arm dancing yes, and like. She walks in from the back, yes. spotlight. Yes. In her like ugly her black thing. satin dress. She like yes. walks up slowly to the stage, makes her way up to the stage. Let's talk about the reasons this is important. One, it's good to see someone who uh, a major character knows that they're talented having a talent. Yes. <laughs> Two, it's a genuinely important song, and it feels good to yes. see and listen to it. She sounds... Wait, okay, no, Go ahead. You, I was just saying, she's doing Barbara. She's doing Barbara. She's doing a great she's, job. Like, ev- like, it's not every line, but every now and then you get a hint of where she's, like, doing the voice, and you're like, great, you great. made it. You made it. Great. Leah Michelle Michelle is clearly also been yeah, not exactly been... Leah Michelle's natural <laughs> She's clearly also been practicing this since she was literally four. Like, uh, the thing that does make me cry, though, is when... She, you know, whatever. I was marched by band in, and the other Glee Club members yes. come in from the back, and they look so, they look proud, so proud just to be walking they out. They look so proud of singing. themselves. They look so proud of her. Oh. It's the part perfect. where I and then I cried a little, yeah, and I'm yeah, not yes. embarrassed. The part where I get the I'm most chills. And this is, like, a very dumb Broadway thing. Please. But I love whenever, like, a big moment of a song is incredibly specific and can't be generalized. Yes. Hey, when Mr. She, Arnstein. So when she goes, <laughs> hey, Mr. Arnstein, I, like, lose it. Oh, oh my god, and then it. she does the hair image. It's so good. I, oh, I have nothing smart to yeah. say. And that's where she's uh, like in the, the middle of the right stage. Now, I'd like to listen to it. Hey, Mr. Arnstein. 
clear the hand gestures as we talk about it because it's that good. This is the best thing the show does in the first season. She does the arms up and the arms down. She does the, like, up and then the fists and the... Oh, it's oh. so good. Yeah, all the, the best gestures. So, like, again, the setup to this is incredibly stupid. Who cares? They have yeah. a <laughs> Who cares? It's so good. This bought, like, two years of me watching Glee. Yes! <laughs> two years of me watching Glee, like, as it came out, right. never missing it. Right. what if something right. really good happened? Right. and I missed it. Yeah. No, no, never. I, like, watched this. I watched this episode. Because this is, so it takes a break now for, I think, four months when it first came out. It took a break yeah. from, like, November to, like, March. I have it open. December to April. Okay. I watched this. At least once a week for those four months. I think this was like this was back when like I had like my mom's old iPod and I had downloaded this this yeah. this MP4 or whatever and it would tell you how many times you would listen to it and I downloaded all the same songs and then went abroad for five months and when I came back this song had been played like five hundred times. <laughs> yeah, it was like this and Ingrid Michaelson's "You and I." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then, I mean, then they're all on stage and they right. do... She goes, ladies and gentlemen, the new directions. And she, like, enunciates a lot so you don't hear new directions. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> a thing that I didn't get until someone on the internet told yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, um, they do... You can't always get what you, you want, which is also so, very good. Yeah, but, like, problem. I'm so, like, exhausted from... That's yeah, true. I don't have any feelings left. I watched this episode in two parts and I stopped after Don't Rain On My Parade. Yeah, because you And then picked it back up. To be clear, I have an extra set of feelings later on in this. There's more feelings left. Um, but... I really like this song in general. It's like cheesy. Yeah, perfect. it's a good song. And I think it's really good for Finn's, for Cory Monty's voice. I agree. He like The crowd it. gets involved yeah. too, which is really nice. There's an energy to it. I really oh, yeah, enjoy the crowd it. dances. Yeah. It's sort of yeah. very funny. It's good. I don't know what they do for the third song. I don't know if they ever even tell us. Um, well, no, they're doing. Um, they do Somebody to Love. Yeah, they do Somebody to Love, so we don't oh, see okay, it. Oh, okay. Because we've already yeah, seen yeah. it. I will say, in terms of like dumb plot devices, Doing the whole thing of leaking the set list is a very good way to give us two full performances here that we yes. haven't already seen. Yes, I like, agree. Because it's always the question of how are they going to show them, like, quote-unquote yeah. rehearsing, but then also make us see a different yeah. song. And they the handle it, I think, it's never as graceful again, because they do, like, a right. performance thing every season. Right. And you, later on, actually, I feel like they'll show, like, a full number from the other teams, just so they have a number to show. Yes, right. and actually, some of those are quite good. <laughs> the performance episodes are the best. This, like, Looking forward to the trouble tone. <laughs> this mashup I really yes, enjoy. The fact that they somehow plotted this so that at least one of these songs was a full-on surprise yeah. was incredible. Yes. Oh, good. Good, good uh, job, Brad Belchuk. Uh, uh, um, and then we jump to the judges' room and get a bunch of terrible jokes. I just have problem dot 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 yeah. And I forget it's why. Really the bad. judges are uh, a local news anchor. Rod, um, who was Sue's person, yes. right? Yeah. And a camp. Who can sing and does not. Right. Sure. Her uh, name is Candy. She's a former Miss Ohio or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a and then the state comptroller, who is an angry black lady. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't understand why she's here and doesn't know anything about Glee Club. Yeah, so, so like, I, I filled know. in last minute, whatever. Sure. It's a boring scene in which they all say... There's one line that I do enjoy, because Rod says, I have a soft spot for the Rolling Stones. Yes, I was at Altamont Speedway in 69. I actually <laughs> I saw stabbed. that guy get stabbed. <laughs> That's funny. That's fine. The woman who plays the controller sells it as best she can. She tries her best. It's just like not a great It's just not a good role. role. <laughs> it's, just like, it's clearly meant to be a come down between performances and like later emotional notes in this episode, and it serves yeah. as that I don't share. Yeah, and again, a few more offensive deaf jokes. Yes. Yeah. Just, just for good measure, we right. missed the first 20. Um, They're not funny. That's weird. They're not. We get, like, a throwaway scene in which Eve comes up to the Glee, our Glee club and is like, I'm going to tell them that we cheated, and then yeah. it's too late. Okay, she, right, she like, knocks on the door, and then they walk out, like, we already made our decision. And then, commercial break, we don't find out who wins. We no! Okay. It makes this episode but logically weird, incredibly confusing. But the weird thing is, as I was watching it, I didn't notice. I didn't notice it until later. Because we cut back to Will and Terry. 
Yeah, which is yeah. weird. Which is so the same day, off. because we already established the last episode and again this episode that sectionals and Emma's wedding are the same, same day. day. So he's and, putting and his he's putting on. his tux to go to Emma's wedding. And Terry walks in and kind of tries to be like, hey, she actually says, oh, she says some devastating things along the lines of like, I've been seeing a therapist, and he clearly doesn't care. She's like, hey, I just want you to know like that I know what I did was crazy. I've actually been dealing with a lot of anxiety about our relationship. And I think she means anxiety as in like, Clinically. I have a clinical sure. anxiety. The I have anxiety disorder. Yeah. The way oh. people do. And it throws the whole season into a whole new, like, it's not Same funny. as when she offhand mentioned her antidepressants. Right. So you're like, you're oh, like oh, sure, you have me. a problem with yes. your brain chemistry. It also, like, oh, sure, that actually feels like now a totally normal thing to do. Yeah, but Your like, body is like, shh, whatever. Anyway, so it's like a weird sure. thing for her to say in well, context of a whole out. season. Yes. When, like... Right. If you really wanted to sell the entire fake pregnancy plot as like a thing, a person who was really you would have really done that for the first doing, fourteen episodes. Yes, you would have done that and focused. And you can't on it. sell her as evil and then sell her yes. as Jake. Yeah, exactly. she has a, a normal and disorder it, that many of us have. Also makes it weird then when Will is like totally dismissed. We're supposed to meet. We're supposed he to says like I look at you and be... try and feel that love and I feel nothing or some Which weird like, shit. Again, fair, fair. Sure, it based happens. On most of how she's been presented. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's what... not presented. We're trying to treat these people like they're real people in the real world, and they're not. They're like Ryan. Murphy, like Avatar, yeah, yeah. like not Ryan Avatar, like, like scribbling like paper dolls. dolls. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Ryan Murphy just transcribes like a <laughs> dream. And like, I think we're supposed to also mean this is like when moments from now he tries to like get with Emma or whatever. We're supposed to see that as a real thing and not just a rejection of his wife. That he is like clearly drawn a line. Whoa, 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 right. Whatever. It's so weird. I don't buy it's it. So <laughs> weird. Which we'll get to because we cut to. What I just have down is the saddest wedding in the world, and I don't yeah. just mean because of who's involved. I mean they do like a little, yes. a little montage of like yeah. the spread and the ice sculpture of an I, hockey player. I, I was watching this like uh, whatever on the TV, and Lauren walked in and was like, "Is this an engagement party? It's very sad." <laughs> you were like, like no, "No, better. It's, it's a wedding. <laughs> a literal wedding between two characters yeah. who don't like each other." Although very confusingly, so Will walks in. The only person there is Emma sitting at a table in her wedding dress. She looks lovely, and she's like, yeah. "It's the same wedding dress as yeah. before." That's good continuity. Uh, Ken called it off. That's what they focused on. Ken called it off. Ken called it which off like, because okay. she bumped the wedding back yeah, to go to which sectionals. Like, fair. Makes sense. This wedding should have never happened. But he did tell her before she, she got dressed. Why is she there in the wedding dress? <laughs> right. Did she get there and he was like texting her to be like not coming weddings off? Right. Um, did she show up just to greet Will? Why didn't she text Will? Can I just... So these two people then have a conversation in which she explains that like Ken... She told Ken that she was going yeah. to sectionals for the kids and then she's like, but I wasn't. Have either of these two people ever done anything for the kids no. in the entirety no. of the no. show? They are terrible educators. Again, first They're episode. They're just terrible people, They're honestly. bad people. Will Schuster blackmails Ben with marijuana. <laughs> so that he could live out his weird dream. I just... It's okay, bad. so basically so, she's like, Kevin left me. Anyways, I forget. Like, so She also explains that she has resigned from school. Yeah. Wait, because she's so devastated she by she her love She sent an email on her last day is Monday, which is not how resignations work. not how resignations work. You don't want to burn your bridges, FYI. Yeah, that's really bad. Especially um, if it's a position where there aren't more of you, you're the only guidance. And counselor. also you've developed, presumably, relationships with some young people. I don't know. She, she has not. She has not. Um, um, Jayma Mays, though, is really good at selling being like sad and in love and desperate. Yeah, yeah. So resign. Yes. And Will also says, he Will sort of desperately says, "I just left my wife," and like first of all, Emma correctly is like, "Yeah, you just left your wife," but is also, this? but also, did he? Like I know he said I can't feel anything, but yeah. they didn't. He, he, he just right. walked out of the. He literally left well, her in the but, house. Yeah, but, like, weird. I have down. There's nothing less sexy than a man in a wedding ring telling you, "I just left my wife," but he then follows it up with. 
you make a beautiful bride, which is in fact the least sexy thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so you were wrong, and it's yeah. nice that you're wrong. able to admit that. I love to admit that I was wrong, but only because um, Matthew right did later. this to me. <laughs> um, this is the first time ever that Emma has been like emotionally intelligent yes. and sane when she's like yeah you just left your this wife. is not the right, right time on my wedding day. she's also wedding like it's dress. too hard to be around you it's too hard to be around yeah. Ken I need to leave here again now she realizes she can there's places other than this school a thing she apparently did not well, realize she's got that cousin who may have told her <laughs> It's um, weird, but the weird thing in this episode, as we've discussed before, is when I first saw it, I didn't like. I wasn't as. I didn't find Matthew Morrison as repulsive as I right, was to. fifteen and thought I was like. I should say Will Schuster. So, I don't want to yeah. be rude. I, don't, I didn't find Will Schuster as horrifying as I do now. And so watching this, I probably was sort of like, oh, this is sad. They should get this together. Yeah. And then now watching it, it's like, oh, good, good. They should. Not good kiss. call, guys. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I'm not kissing. He feels like he also needs to get a therapist. Saddest. She certainly does in a different town. It looks like it's held in like a, a like a like union what if she hall? just moved to like, like the yes. local forty five. Yes. And she went to farmers markets all the time and like got really into, like, yoga. Yeah, somewhere where she could, like, have a clean, beautiful life and, like, maybe see a therapist who, like, was gentle and, yeah, like, yeah. met a nice man who respected her boundaries. Or not. I want that for her. Yeah. You know. <sighs> so then I just have down Sue and Figgins, but I forget what they're talking about. Yeah, they're about. in the principal's office. Um, this is when Figgins realizes that Sue has been, in fact, trying to shut down the Glee Club yeah. and this last straw. The, which is bananas realized. that he didn't know that before. She's literally um, been in his office shouting about he it uses once an episode. Phrase, Orgy of evidence. <laughs> yeah. I threw out. Stop watching this. Are you show. kidding me? I want to work that into my daily vocabulary. There is an orgy of an evidence. Orgy of evidence against you. Um. Yeah. The other Glee Club people like call. Like, <coughs> we get the moment of Eve confessing. So I guess she did it again. I just called the principal and was like, "Hey, this happened. This happened." <laughs> but Your again, teacher sucks. Again, Sue has been in his office shouting about this for. A, a half a season. Yeah, this is no, where the boundary is? Yeah, this like, is where the boundary is. It makes no sense. The outcome of this is that Sue is removed as Cheerios head coach and yeah. Will is reinstated as New Directions director. Because yeah. I guess what Biggins does here, he says, is calls the official Ohio Glee Club board and, like, fixes it. Okay. If that could have do been done. Ago, right. right. Um, then Sue and Will have a confrontation. This is when I realized I still didn't know if the competition was still happening because we had not seen the students yet. Okay, yeah. I, I just have like, down next... Now it's just cool day because there are students out there. Right. And then he goes in to see them and I just have down they won sectionals, a thing I'd forgotten about till now. Okay. Because so who cares insane. after Don't Ran My Parade? I have a giant question and I would love to hear how both of you interpret it. Please. This. Interesting. Okay. He walks into the, the, the Glee practice rooms. Mm -hmm. They're like, we have a surprise for you. They part to reveal the, the trophy, the mm -hmm. giant trophy, right? Mm -hmm. Hand it to him. He's mm -hmm. like, oh my god, congratulations. And then he informs them that there was a unanimous vote that they won. <laughs> Did he know that they yes. won or okay. not? Okay. Yes, we are I think that they that knew that they won. They did not know until that time that it had been unanimous. But okay. he, and he didn't know they got a trophy? Yeah, wait, right. why frame right. it like the trophy is a surprise? It's or, crazy. Or, like, it's not that he was, like, that quote-unquote surprise. That actually I'm okay with. They, they're just showing him. They, the trophy got delivered. Yes, he hasn't seen it yet. They're really excited about but it. Him but him to have more information than they do. That part's weird. He's weird. not the director. Why would anyone have told him that? And I'm realizing At the now, time, he was just a civilian. Okay, maybe Eve called him. Maybe sure. Eve called him, okay. I guess. It's insane. As I'm realizing now, it's also way more insane by the fact that this is a cliffhanger for us. Right, yes. we didn't know. As the audience. So like, <laughs> it's a surprise to us, so we assume it's a surprise to Will, because he's the character we follow in there. It did feel like a kind of a mood point after, after Don't Rain on My Friend. It's I'm sorry. Really it's just really bad like, writing. It's just really bad writing. What the fuck was that hand? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, it's like a... 
a cult. We're not going to describe it. <laughs> anyway, so then they do uh, My Life Would Suck Without You for Will because he wasn't sure. able to be there. It's cute. They do the choreography from like every performance yeah. throughout the episode. Yeah. They really... do like a little bit of push it, a little bit of single ladies. Yes. Will looks kind of distracted, which is, to be honest, rude. Same. Well, yeah, because then we get whatever. It's, okay, um, I love this number. So here's the thing. It's so in cute. Another, this is where all my other feelings are. In another episode, this would have been an emotional been, high like, point. The perfect yes. closer. Yes. It's just that comparatively, once we got, and I'm telling you, and don't rain in my parade. Right, I'm tired. Uh, I'm focused on this. I'm not I'm tired. I love this. This so is much. just to me. It's just I cute. can't wait to watch it again. Again, I didn't hate Will Schuster when I first watched yeah. this, and so this was a good moment for me, both like the teacher student thing, and then also now and what happens happen, is he runs and kisses away to, Emma. Yeah, we cut away to Emma packing up. We cut back, and then he like runs in slow motion down a hallway, goes to her office. She isn't there. My life would suck without you. Still playing in the yeah, background. yeah. This is like the montage while and they're it's really good. It's very yeah. It's they a do good a great song. Job. And they yeah. do a good cover. Yeah, it's fun. Again, like you said, there's all the like everyone gets a little dance moment. You get like the Cheerios together doing their audition thing. Yes, it's good. It's cute. And then Emma's at the end of a long hallway wearing a crochet a white crocheted <laughs> beret <laughs> and like a perfect green jacket. Her jacket's great. Her the jacket. beret is insane. She wears a lot of good jackets. It's crocheted. <laughs> it's insane. She's at the end of a long hallway holding a box of her office stuff. Will runs down. Sure, because again, she has quit her job. She's quit her job because she had feelings for a married man. Who had just left his wife. And then sabotaged her own life with a terrible wedding that then got called off. Right. Like, sure. Yeah, she she should... needs to get out of there. So to resolve this completely, Girl, yeah. he kisses her. Right. So he walks up to her. She like says, hi. Hi. And then he's like <laughs> about to kiss her. And she shakes her head and then he puts his finger on her lips. Ew. <laughs> Gross. And then they kiss. Okay, I have a real question. Okay. Was this a good kiss or was it a gross kiss? I think it's gross, but am I just gay? <laughs> I don't think it was fundamentally gross. I mean, I, it's, it's it gross. wasn't particularly sexy, though, right? No. no. Which I remember because it, But it's not like, meant to be like yes. a hot, sexy kiss. It's meant to be like a culmination of a love affair a kiss, like an old fashioned y thing. I do. I wasn't that into it when it first aired and I was a teenager. But, like, the physicality of the kiss is not gross. No. It's not like It's not like watching, like,. I saw a gross kiss on TV recently. Hey, do you know what I oh, remember recently? That later, Finn kisses Emma. What? Yeah. What? Someone we follow on Twitter. I'm sorry, my brain was, just that Tweeted out. about it, and that shit is really gross. I oh, d- let him do it. <laughs> Robbie's cat is uh, eating my purse. <laughs> he can have it. I genuinely don't remember what you're talking about. Yeah, wait, when uh, is this? Wait till we get there. I watched is it close graduation? Tr- yes. Okay. He more is like working Oof. at the school. Oof. Oh, I forgot he fucking goes to work at the <sighs> school. Guys, there's so much of the show left. Anyways, Will still just did leave his wife. Nothing has been solved. Yeah, is this it? episode is over. Nothing was resolved. We end on the kiss, which. Is gross. It's not sucks. correct. It's it's also like you know you know in Moulin Rouge where they keep telling you they can't be together, but it's never really clear why they can't be together. Yeah. This is the opposite of that. Where <laughs> they keep telling you why they can't be together and then they just get together anyways and you're yeah, like, but those reasons me. are still valid. Yeah. Um it's also like a fundamental misunderstanding of why I watched this show is that like it ended on this fun kiss. Yeah. I want it to end on the fun student stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But here's the problem. I do know. We watch it wrong. I know. Well, yeah. I do know even like Wait, do we? people who were teenagers. We watch it correctly. We have at least a hundred Twitter followers. <laughs> <laughs> people who were teenagers when we were teenagers, aka friends. You, you guys. Are yeah. friends. No, but like not me. We're like very into the Will Emma Rose. Oh, okay. I was into so it at the time. So yeah, was I, I wasn't that into it. I was 15, and so I was still on any love, because I thought that love was a thing that would never happen to any yes. person I knew. Right. And including myself. Any, yeah. Including myself. So right. I was into any depiction of love on screen. And I'm also very convincible where like, Unless I'm, 
I'm less so now, but still a little bit. But when I was younger, if you showed me two people on TV and told me they were supposed to get together, I was, in. I was there for yeah. it. And I would actually get very... I had to stop watching Jane the Virgin last year because yeah, I was so changing. mad that yeah. she got together with What's-His-Face. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, it in is. conclusion, I'm a healthy, mature adult woman. I don't buy into romance plots. I only buy into, like, domesticity plots. I want people who are already married. Yes. <laughs> now I'm getting to that point. I love like, that part. Like, the part in, in The Office where Jim and Pam get all gross and boring, I love it. Love that. Perfect. All I want is to watch people who love each other be happy. Yeah. Again, I read a lot of fan fiction as a teen because <laughs> I just want people who love each other to be happy. Right, but I'm just saying, like, as I get older, my need for it to be, like, there to be something behind it other than, like, these two people belong together gets it's stronger and stronger, right. which is why I'm not into this right. anymore. I have, people no I have more skepticism, I understand. They yeah. like each other. Yeah. You, you can't just show me two people and be like, kiss. Right. When, yeah, when have we seen It's them? not The Sims. Like, they've you can't them talk to each other until they often right. make them kiss comes up. 20 minutes together yeah. every day for the last year. She has not worked there more than two years. So that means max they've spent a couple dozen hours together. And we never get to see them interact in a way And boy do I understand the irrationality of a crush, but like... You have to portray it like a crush. You can't portray it like amazing, like perfect deep love. love. Because, uh, spoiler alert, they will eventually marry each other. Gross. <laughs> Not as gross as Stop. Fix You, the grossest scene this entire show. <laughs> anyway, so, like, it's oh, weird. He walks across a pool. He walks across the pool. <laughs> the she is wearing a weird right? hat. A Katy Perry song, for sure. Definitely. Yeah, we've had it a lot. Yeah. It's, it's, it's either a Rihanna song or a Katy Perry song. We don't remember which <laughs> I, I, I'm going to put it on the record, and we don't have to find out until many moons from now, but I think it's We Found Love. I think it might be. Oh, then when is the firework? No, it's not firework because firework, Rachel Berry sings and yes. she sings it. Someone is, I swear to God, in a hospital bed. Oh my God, you can't just leave me. But it was so gross and cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, honestly, no one clarified for us when either of these numbers happened. I can't wait for us to find hospital out. Hospital bed sounds familiar. Yeah, right? does that right? Okay. But I forget what it's about, but, but, I w- but I actually remember just because that song, I had never heard that song before and I found it, again, very empowering. Okay, I it was yeah. very easy. I looked at my notes. Now. Oh, I just answered my own question while thinking about it. But I got very confused during my life with Suck Without You when they pulled out the cowboy hats and did country western dancing. No, it's um, it was a callback. It's a callback, yeah. I, to- all I totally missed that it was a callback. I'm just okay. Like, They're like, hey, remember when that, like... <laughs> When that, like, old lady yeah, who's the football the team was here? alcoholic, like, showed up and gave us porn. <laughs> that was cute, right? <laughs> okay, I, before we wrap up the plot summary for this episode, I have a very real question. Is that if they had swapped, and I'm telling you, and don't rain on my parade in this episode, do you think it would have been just as good, better, or worse? Here's the thing. The staging of Don't Rain on Parade is so, so perfect. So specific. When she, like, she walks up, and then she, she does the thing where she's like, yeah. I'm bringing my band out, and she raises uh, her hands, and they walk in. Is so important to and have that so number works. And it's so theater nerd. And like, you I know think, I love Mercedes and you know I think she should be the lead of this show, but that's, that scene, I I can't in good conscience think that it should yeah. change at all because then again, I would be a different person. I just, I almost wish that these two numbers had been split into separate episodes so that we yes. get this show sure, yeah. Mercedes, who is so underserved by this happening and then 10 minutes later don't ran my free. And she yeah. doesn't get, like, the, because yeah, I, has, I agree. It's not the that Amber Riley has a great voice and does the song. It's that Amber Riley does the song in a way that no one has heard before and doesn't expect on this show. Yes. In which, like, the music level in this Show is pretty good. It's fine. Yeah, but you don't it's expect a lot like, of, like a genuine Corey Monty singing. Like, I think that th- this episode moving. Want. So this episode, obviously, we have rhapsodized enough. It's wonderful. Yeah. But moving forward, I think they actually tend to do at, at least five to ten numbers every season where you're like, shit, that was good. Fuck. I just like. I really want Amber Riley to have gotten more credit for this. No, I agree. I know she eventually literally I does it on West End in this episode. Yes. Yeah. And that's insane. You just yes. think of this is the Don't Rain Parade episode. I just wish that yeah. She should have gotten her own... The world in which this is Amber Riley's show, this is the pivotal number of this episode. Yeah. yeah the world in which this is Amber Riley's show, it's that's the moment watch. where she steps back and is like, Rachel, you've been overlooked. What if you take this number? Yeah. 
And then we go back to the Amber Riley show. Yes. That's my answer. That's what I'm That's I a good one. Okay. Okay. I'm into this. Um, yeah. Okay, so we do the song run through right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The answer is yes to all of that. About to get real embarrassing. <laughs> okay. Uh, am I, and I'm telling you yes. I'm not going. So, I don't like ballads. I'm sorry. I don't like slow songs. So here's the problem. It's, it's so good. I know. Home. This might have been my introduction to this song. Same. I'm certain it was. And now I listen to it all the time. Possibly. <laughs> it's just a good song. Um, I mean, Don't Run in My Parade. Yes. Yes. An embarrassing amount. Yeah. I mean, not embarrassing. Nothing's embarrassing if you aren't embarrassed. And I'm not embarrassed. Right. It's perfect. I, uh, I would just like to say... I had not heard the Barbara version before that. This is my version. I love the Barbara version, but I like this one better because it's just, it's my version. Yeah, I also like this you're one loud. Yeah. It's, it's and the, very few Glee songs am I more into the, their version. I feel like this and the first Teenage Dream are the two. Oh, boy, yeah. Oh, God. <sighs> uh, I can't wait to cry out loud when we record <laughs> that episode. Um, but yeah, this is a perfect version. That was yes, um, of course. You can't always get what you want. Yes. A few yes. times, yeah. Yeah, not as much, but if... I, I don't listen to it now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have right. no reason to. Know. As opposed to don't run out of parade, which I listened right. to three times today. Damn, yeah. <laughs> uh, my life would suck without you. Yes, a lot. I did at the time. I probably wouldn't now. I Same. might prefer this to Kelly Clarkson's version, but I'm not. I don't stand by that. I'm not sure. I, don't, I honestly don't listen to either version. Yeah. It's a fine song. I actually really like this song. I love <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. I like Kelly Clarkson's version of this too. But I, I think it's a good song. I, I think of her songs, this is not my favorite. That's all. This actually might be my favorite of her songs. Really? Yeah. That's wrong. It's a wrong opinion. It might be because of this episode of Glee. I don't know. I can't. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I can't extricate Glee from my own psyche. It's horrible. In the music video where she like sees her parents fighting and she's a child and then she grows up to fight with her boyfriend. Yeah. Isn't that also the same video as because of you? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm confusing it with as well as the video for Taylor Swift's. Mine. Yes. Yay. Yeah. A rebel of a careless man's careless mm-hmm. daughter. <sighs> Alright, guys. <sighs> Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. This won't come out on Father's Day. We're Not even the, close to it. Happy Universal Father's Day. It's a sentiment. It's a sentiment. <laughs> okay, I have a little quiz. Great. I, again, Instagram based. I did a quick uh, cursory look at who Chris Colfer is following on Instagram, a feature that should not be legal. Um, <laughs> and plucked out all of the politicians that he's following. No! Ooh, I think. I'm so excited. Okay. I may have missed some. That's fine. So like, the best quiz you've ever I have five, roughly, five politicians that he's following okay, on Instagram. And you should guess who they are. Hillary Clinton. Correct. Justin Trudeau. No. Barack <gasps> Obama. Sure, it's an account called Obama White House. I don't know if that's an official that one or not. No, that's his photographer. Yeah, that's okay, but yeah, it counts. That's one. Um, Joe Biden? No. Elizabeth Warren? Yes. Please don't let it be Bernie Sanders. Nope, the other two are both women. Kamala Harris? Correct. Kamala Harris. Sorry, Kamala. Uh... One more. Kirsten Gillibrand. Correct. Yes! Wow! <laughs> My girl! <laughs> good job, Chris Colfer. Yeah. That's not a bad list. That's no, a good it's list. a pretty good list. It's a non-embarrassing list. I'm shocked Justin Trudeau's Trudeau's. Sure, I might have missed it. That's fine. He's not an American politician. We <laughs> do love him. America's hat. Good quiz. That's a great quiz. Okay, um, I have a follow-up and slightly related. So as we all know, Ryan Murphy has said that the next, a new season of American Horror Story, not has not clarified which one, will cover the 2016 Just election. Just the ongoing American Horror Story that, that is, is our lives. lives. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, will, in fact, uh, cover the 2016 election as though that is not obvious. Ooh, I'm not going to watch that. Um, he's finally explained <laughs> I was here the first time. who will play 
Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. I hate this. Wait, it's horror story? It's horror story? Yeah. So is it like also murders? It's like magic stuff, right? Like it's like. (laughs) I don't know. I only watched the witches season and I didn't even finish it. Anyways, you're going to make us know this, aren't you? Yeah, who's playing Donald Trump? Who's playing Hillary Clinton? Yeah, I I think I read read this and I totally (laughs) forgot. Is one of them. It's not Kate McKinnon, is it? No, are they I in wish. like the because Ryan, I would watch that? <laughs> are they in the Ryan Murphy stable of actors and actresses? No. Interesting. Interesting. I have nothing. Is Trump played by Mitchum Huntsberger? Really, I wish. Who's in the middle of a scandal for being in uh, that production of Julius Caesar at the Public? He did he play Trump? Yes. That's his. That's his thing. I'm yeah, forgetting his sense. name. Yeah. Henry Greg Henry maybe. He has one of those names where it's like two first names and he's a white man. So uh, anyway, he's in that like cool production of Julius Caesar. Anyway, the answer is that they are going to be played by themselves. He's going to use clips from the debates, uh, and it's okay, going well, to start on watching. Oh, I'm for sure not going to watch two, that. Right, I'm I, definitely not watching it either way. I have two responses. First of all, that was a trick question. Yes. And it was rude. Second of all, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to start. Hold on, I'll read you that quote that I um. You have to. So is, like, the show about other people observing it? Turns out the answer is actually pretty simple. Trump and Clinton will be playing themselves. During a conversation with The Hollywood Reporter, Ryan Murphy hinted that he'll be using TV clips of the two politicians during the upcoming season. So he has said that it starts on election night and goes into, like, what the world is like post-election. Which, like, again, we're doing that now. I don't have to make that. It's on CNN. Anyway, my promise is that this podcast would never mention Donald Trump, so I am sorry to anyone I promised that to. Oh, we've certainly mentioned it before. I know, but, um, anyway, it's not my fault that Ryan Murphy he's like fucking obsessed with like ruining television for all of us i want to die <sighs> okay wait you had a thing no so okay so in our last episode we were just sort of we made the bold claim that we could have made glee better <laughs> we did yeah <laughs> yeah and you yeah. were right and i stand by it so i want to propose as as we've now made it to the mid-season break yes some sort of like changes not necessarily in format but just like Throwing some additional things in there. Okay. I want to know what you, the listeners, want to hear us, your friends, talk about. <laughs> oh, how would you make Wesley good better? And I, yeah, I also want us to each, so each episode I have the proposal that we each have to say one thing specifically, concretely, that we would fix about the episode. Okay. So, like, okay. instead of this, I would have done this. Instead yeah. of, it, I would have taken out this line. I would have recast this character. Anything. The world is your oyster. You just okay. have to fix something about an episode of And we Blade. only get one. Right. Each. Right. I've got a good answer. Because but... I want us to put our money where our mouth is. Yeah. Okay. If we're going to say we can fix Glee, we got to fix Glee. How would you fix this episode? Yeah. Right. Okay. Brian, would you it's like pretty broad. For this episode? For this episode. Okay. And, like, the episodes before, too. Like, far-reaching. But okay. especially this episode. Okay. Um, don't make both of the competing show choirs at sectionals be cheap. Uh, shitty jokes. Cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great Easy one. solution, but yeah. I feel like you've really improved Make the season three already. Funny jokes, mm-hmm. or just like serious other high school said it's not important. Again, they easy rule of thumb: punch upwards in yeah. comedy. Yes. Like make the team like a bunch of privileged white men. Then you can mock them yeah. all you want to. It's or, fun. It's great. Or go full absurd. Like later seasons, did you do one that's like it's all old people and you're like, great. okay, that works, yeah. <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Um, mine is that at this moment when Finn, who's already been a, a major focus of this season, is like a leader inexplicably, I think because he's tall, um, <laughs> gets to like ride in and be the hero. I would have liked one of the more minor characters who is maybe a good performer to get a chance to shine. Or yes. Rachel, someone who has like proven themselves to be committed. Agreed. As opposed to Finn Hudson who leaves this Glee Club once every other episode. Yeah. Yep, that's Agreed. a good point. Like, uh, maybe one of the original characters, Jenna. Oshkowitz would have done a great job. 
Agreed. Sure. I know we don't love her. But, like, someone would have could have stepped up easily to be like, you do this, you do this, you do this. And they could have been like, Rachel, go sing this song, right? We learned several episodes ago that they love Kurt and will listen to what they he They love says. Kurt. Anyone could have grown in this moment and, like, we just gave it away. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Great point. Um, the thing about Mercedes seems too obvious, so I will say I think Puck and Rachel should have dated more. <gasps> Good one. <laughs> yeah. I would like to watch those two people kiss yeah. more. They looked like they were having fun. Ooh, do we want to share with our relationship the, the terrible thing we had to learn when I went to look up Rachel and Puck fan fiction? <laughs> Please share. I don't remember. No, don't, honestly. No. It's so horrifying. Don't look up don't. fan fiction anywhere unless yeah. you're, like, prepared. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, I mean we're all pro-fan fiction, to be clear. Yeah, the, how is what I've learned about sex? Yeah, honestly. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. I feel we're all admitted now. Fine. Um, I think these are three solid suggestions for this yeah. episode. Cool. And I like this idea. Cool. Um, we skipped an important feature. Uh, we skipped the three words or less was we could. Oh! Because I think the answer is very obvious. Just like a loud squealing sound? Yeah, we're all like, <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh-huh. Is uh-huh one or two words? Okay, then, uh-huh, yes. For my three words, I would like to play a clip of Rachel Berry singing Here I Am. That's a perfect answer. I want to play a clip of Rachel Berry playing Hey, Mr. Arnstein. Great. <laughs> Good about this. Uh, yeah, and on that note, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at WasBlyGood. Send us an email, WasBlyGood at gmail.com. Um, we're definitely gonna, we definitely have a phone number ready, but we do want to talk to you <laughs> yeah, some we, more. I don't know why Liz is always okay, so, the but, phone but again, though, things you can share, A, how you would have fixed Glee, Great. B, anything else that you would like us to talk about on this uh-huh. podcast. I know you value our opinions on every single subject. Uh-huh. Uh, a question I want to pose to everyone is, it is insane that Mercedes is like, I don't have any other ballads. What other ballads would a person like Mercedes actually have? Ooh, good question. Because she would have a bunch stored up. Yes. She's, she's a singer who likes to sing and yes. like belt. Later on, we will see her sing perfectly, I Will Always Love You. Yes. <gasps> yes. Okay. It's so yeah, good. Like, it's, it was right before Whitney that. Houston died and it was... Oh, God. Um, oh, my God. They do the Whitney Houston episode, too. Yes. That's a good episode. Okay, I'm ready. Um, our phone number is 330-366-6130. Call us, tell us any of these things. And don't forget to rate and review because it does help us pop up in the iTunes yes. whenever when you search for Glee, and that's all I want in life. Yeah, make all other people suffer through Glee discussions. Honestly. Or if you have um, a friend who like, doesn't give a shit about their internet profile, make them leave us a review. And <laughs> usually we say don't watch Glee. Actually, at the end of today's episode, I would like to say go immediately post-haste to YouTube and watch Don't Rain on My Parade. And, and I am telling you. And I am telling you. Yeah, just those two. All right. Yeah. Thanks, team. Bye. Bye. Cause I'm a comma. I simply gotta march my heart to drama. Don't bring around a cloud to rain on my parade. Okay. okay. I have um one bit that's fine. I have one bit that I just kind of want to discuss. Great. I think this episode we should do like season discussion. Sure. I agree. I have a quiz. Should we start with the quiz? Start with yes. the quiz. Okay. It's a very simple quiz. Wait, wait, wait. Gotta cut out and then do the restart. Mm-hmm. I don't think we had a good ending point. We'll find one. There was a break. Okay. We can't. There is now. <laughs> we can't keep it all apart. We talk about what bits we have. Well, you jumped right into it without leaving a break. It'll be junky. It'll be fine. We'll, we'll figure it out. Okay.